Hi everyone. So it's been about two months since my last podcast and I think I have a good excuse why. I just had my baby girl January 14th, 2018, 7 pounds, 13 ounces, and it's been a little bit hectic. <laughs> um, so it's been, a, it's been a while since I did my last podcast. Um, I am still going to try and do a steady, um, maybe once a week or once every two weeks, a steady recording. Um, just to, you know, something that I wanted, a goal that I wanted to reach for myself. So for this podcast, I'd like to talk about something that has, uh, has been on my mind for a while. I'd like to talk about my middle child. Um, he's three years old and I'd like to talk about, um, how I believe that there is a possibility that he has autism. Yeah. So that. That was a little bit even hard for me to say. Um, and you know, there's here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with autism. I have a cousin. Uh, her two boys have autism. And they're both on uh, each end of the spectrum. One has severe autism. One has mild autism. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But everyone wants their child to be healthy and happy. You know, and the thing with autism that I'm noticing... Um, if indeed he has it, is there's kind of a, a disconnect and you want that connection with your child. So either way, um, let me talk about why um, I believe he has it and why it's taken me so long to, you know, sort of get into maybe getting him diagnosed. And I apologize. He's he's just turned four today, so he's not three. He's four. He's His birthday's today. Happy birthday, baby. And he's four years old. So... Let me talk about uh, why I believe he has it. Um, I'll start off from the beginning, um, or when I first noticed a difference. Uh, when he was about 18 months, uh, he got sick and he had a viral infection. Um, at the time, I thought maybe it was just a tooth coming in or something like that. He had a, a fever of about 103 and the fever wouldn't break. So I took him to the hospital. You know, the doctors kind of confirmed what I thought. They said, oh, it's viral. They did tests and everything. They couldn't find anything else. They were like, just take him home, you know, uh, push fluid, let him rest, et cetera, et cetera. So the fever lasted about three days, and he, he was better. He was fine after that. So this was, you know, 18 months. And at 18 months, you know, he was, uh, he had, he knew his numbers, uh, he knew his ABCs, you know, he knew his numbers up to 100. And, um, you know, he was doing his his little bait, you know, talking, getting better at, um, you know, normal one-year-old talk. Um, and he was progressing quite well. So at that point in time, I didn't really, you know, I didn't see anything. You know, he was just a, a regular 18-month-old child. So, but after the, um, the viral infection, I noticed there, as the months went on, there wasn't, um, I'll say there wasn't as quickly advanced, or I'll say it like this. There wasn't, the progression wasn't happening as fast as I expected, (laughs) um, you know, for him to meet him, for him to reach his milestones. So around 23, you know, getting ready, he's getting ready to be two years old. He wasn't, you know, at two years old, a two-year-old usually will begin having conversation with you. 
you know, are you hungry? You have to go to the bathroom. You know, they'll respond. He wasn't responding. He was talking, you know, he still, he was talking and he was socializing and everything like that, but he wasn't responding when you spoke to him. So, you know, at two, I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's a little bit of a delay. Didn't really think anything of it. You know, he is homeschooled. You know, my oldest child is 11, you know, and at the time, you know, obviously I didn't have my little girl. So he was at home with just his father by himself. And, um, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of socialization with children. So I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, you know, he's, he doesn't really socialize with other kids. So he doesn't really maybe know the response to give. But as time went on, you know, two and a half going on three, it still wasn't happening. So at this point, I started sort of looking uh, for looking online and looking things up and that, you know, I came across autism. Um, At first, one thing that stood out was he had one other indicator besides him really kind of being delayed in his speech is he would line his toys up. And when I saw that, I, I kind of freaked out. So I'm like, oh my gosh, he's doing that. He's lining his toys up. So he did that. He didn't do it often and he'd only do it with his, he had these little animals. Um, he would, he would line them up and, you know, they would be, not only would he line them up, he would put all the lions together, all the tigers together, all the giraffes together. And, you know, when I saw this, this documentary and I saw that, I'm like, oh my goodness, this, you know, he could possibly have it. You know, I spoke to my husband about it. He's like, oh, I don't think so. You know, he's, he seems to advance. He's, he doesn't have any of the other indicators. Let's, you know, he's fine. He's fine. So I, I kind of pushed it to the back of my head, like, okay, you know, he, my husband spends more time with him because he's, you know, at home with him all day. I'm at work. I'm only seeing bits and pieces. Um, you know, he didn't have the other indicators. He doesn't, you know, the, the hand flapping, walking on the tiptoes. He's not sensitive to sounds. He's not sensitive to touch. You know, he, he does break eye contact a little bit. He'll look at you and he does have, you know, good, I guess, you know, eye contact when you talk to him, but he does break it a little early, it seems like. So that kind of stuck with me as well so anyway time goes on he turns three three and a half you know and now within a couple of months I'm like oh my goodness she's getting closer to four and he's still not answering questions now again he's you know he talks um he'll talk to you he'll talk with you it's just certain things it's like certain cues he doesn't follow if you say you know are you hungry he won't say yes or no or you know, what did you do today? Or how was your day? You know, he, he doesn't respond. He'll look at you, but he does not respond. And he does things like, you know, what is this? What's that? This is this color. This is that, you know, so he does that, but it's still just this sort of delayed comprehension and communication between two people. So, you know, I started freaking out again, talking to my husband again. He's like, well, you know, and even he was like, um, if he does have it, we'll work with him and we'll, you know, as long as he's happy and healthy, that's what's most important, which, you know, I'm so grateful for my husband. He's like, look, let's let's just love our child the way he is and deal with things as they come along. So before I rushed him to the doctor, I said, okay, let me do a little bit more research. I did, and I ran across a few 
uh, documentaries or YouTube videos or whatnot where he might just really have a speech delay. Um, one thing that I, one documentary I ran across was this lady was talking about how she she was uh, she knew more than one language and she was teaching her child more you know multiple languages. So we were teaching our son sign language and my husband is teaching him Choctaw as well. So he is learning you know multiple languages uh and not, and not like fluent but he teaches them little words or quite a few words actually you know teaches them all the numbers colors you know mommy daddy things like that um you know more than probably 20 30 words so i thought okay this can be a factor too he's has so much input that maybe he's just still not able to pick up on comprehension of conversation yet so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I, you know, I question it, but then sometimes, you know, when he looks at me and I'm playing with him and I'm talking to him, I'm thinking, no, no, he can't. And then sometimes he'll kind of space off and I'm like, oh, what if he does? So you know, that's something I just kind of want to get off my chest and talk about. Um, I know I've seen a few documentaries and I, I feel like I can relate to the women to where you're at a point where, you know, I'm if he does have it, I'm kind of in denial, like, no, this can't be it. This can't be it. And then I have a moment of acceptance, like, you know what, if this is it, it is what it is. You know, obviously I'm going to love him regardless, but you want the best for your child. You know, you want your child to be happy and healthy and be able to, you know, socialize and connect with other people. And that's the biggest thing about autism is that, um, lost connection. So, Besides that, he's, you know, he's healthy in every other way. And that's, that's what's most important. So that's all I really had to talk about for today. If anybody wants to, you know, have any comments or maybe somebody can give me some insight or they went through the same thing, or maybe they were, their child was diagnosed with, or excuse me, maybe your child was diagnosed with autism. And then later on you find out he doesn't have autism. Um, you know, it was just this uh, delay in speech. But it, if anybody has any comments, questions, concerns, or, you know, just wants to let me know their take on it, feel free to, uh, you know, leave me a message. All right. Until next time. Thanks. Bye.